You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I am joined today by Maggie Bertram. Hey Maggie. Hello. Maggie, so you've been a part of each of our episodes for Unit 19 and today is Session 6. So we made it through the sixth session unit. As we think about the last session of this unit, we're reminded that the last session of each unit is what we call the Big Truth Session. Our listeners may notice that this session, which is titled Jesus Came to Be the Sacrifice for Sin, is found in Hebrews 10. Some of them are going to be thinking, wait, we've just been in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we're going all the way to Hebrews? Yes, that's being very observant. That is how our big truth sessions sometimes, they go forward to another book and then it will come back actually next week to the book of John. So just a reminder, that's not a typo. The session is planned. The scripture reference is Hebrews 10. And so Maggie, as we think about the big idea of this session, like I mentioned, we already talked about that this is a big truth session. It's also, you think about the Easter story. Jesus was born. When Jesus is born, he came into this world with a purpose. Jesus's purpose was to save sinners. Jesus lived a sinless life. He died on the cross and rose from the dead. And over the past few weeks, we've learned that Jesus never sinned, even though he was baptized like sinners and was tempted by the devil. Jesus's perfect life allowed him to be the perfect sacrifice. As we study the life of Jesus, we will learn that he repeatedly told his disciples, the men he called to follow him, about the Father's plan for salvation. To help extend this big idea of the session, Maggie, why don't you go ahead and share the Christ connection for our kids for this session? Sure. Jesus came to be the sacrifice for sin. He lived a sinless life, died on the cross, and rose from the dead. In him, we have complete forgiveness once and for all. Great. Thank you so much, Maggie. And so now let's spend some time highlighting some activities and our resources that may need a little extra prep time, or maybe we have some specific tips to help our teachers as they're preparing to teach this session. So I'm going to go ahead and highlight a couple in our preschool, and that would be with our younger preschool, there is an activity called Put the Key Passage Phrase in Order. And so as you're reading it, and it's talking about you write the key passage phrase, and then you also want to write the number and you know, the amount of dots that correspond with that specific number. Some people may be saying, okay, can you explain that a little more in detail? And what that means is, as you look at the key passage phrase, you'll see that Jesus is the first word. So you would write Jesus, and then there would be, as it says, one, and then you would do one dot. Then for takes, on the card that says takes, you would do two and then two dots and then so forth with that. 
the reason why we do the numbers and the dots on there is because our preschoolers, especially the younger preschoolers, are not reading. They are learning. They're recognizing letters. And so as you're putting it in order, those dots are going to help the boys and girls know what the proper order is for the key passage phrase. Another idea you could do is maybe even make two sets of those cards, and then you would have one set already on the little string, the clothesline with spring type clothespins, and then the preschoolers would match the words, the second set of cards, and put them over the other card with the spring type clothespin. And so just, you know, doing it that way, that's another way they could do it. And you can also remember anytime we're using our key passage phrase or key passage activities, Maggie, our key passage posters are a great reference to be used in those activities as well. So that's something that you can use for that activity. Put the key passage phrase in order. Then with our older preschool, there is an activity called play a matching game. After the children play the matching game, you will help them put the icons from the gospel plan. So the gospel plan icons in order using the gospel plan poster for preschoolers. And that is a printable and it is found actually on the files disc. Or if you'll also remember, we talked about in one of our earlier episodes that if you receive your curriculum digitally, the admins can download the volume printables all together in the advanced planning. And so you can get all of those on Ministry Grid or either teachers can find the printables in their files. Also, remember that it's in the back of your leader guide as well. Those were the two activities I wanted to highlight for preschool. Maggie, why don't you go ahead and talk about some of the activities from our kids' resources? Looks like we're going to have a lot of fun and a lot of them. Yes, we're, we are going to have a lot of fun in kids this week, as we always do. But you're going to notice a theme. We're talking shadows and reflections. So in younger kids, one of the session starters is called Shadows. And so they're going to be doing shadow puppets, using a flashlight. Consider printing off some shadow hand puppet templates for kids to use as they make their shadows just to sort of give them a head start with that. And then for older kids, there's a session starter called Reflections and you're going to give the kids a small mirror and paper and they're going to draw a self-portrait using their reflection in the mirror. And if you're having a hard time finding a small mirror for each kid, you could also use a larger mirror and have multiple kids sit in front of that mirror as they draw their self-portraits. And then for Kids Worship, we have a really fun group demonstration this week. It's really gonna help kids understand that animal sacrifices were only a shadow of what was to come as Jesus being the ultimate sacrifice. And so it involves putting a table on its side or hanging up a sheet relatively low and you're gonna shine a light and then project a shadow of different images onto the wall and have kids guess what the item is that you're holding. And so it's a great, great demo. You're just going to want to make sure that you practice to make sure that you have the angles and the shadows right before you're actually demonstrating it in front of the kids. 
And then for midweek, one of the love options is called Desert Mosaic, and this is another great activity, but it does have the potential to get a little bit messy. So if you choose this one, you're probably gonna wanna do it outside. And you could also think about providing aprons or smocks for the kids while they're while they're doing it. Lots of fun. And like you said, great theme throughout. See that shadow reflections. And again, you know, I love some messy activities. So that one with midweek is going to be fun as well. You know, Maggie, we already talked about this is a big truth session. Now let's think about what excites us about this session. You know, as we look at it, we talk about how Jesus came to be the sacrifice for sin. So what do you think is exciting about this session? I love that the Bible story text is really comparing and contrasting the priest sacrifices to Jesus' sacrifice. And so that shows us and shows the kids why Jesus and how Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice comparing him to the animal sacrifices that the priests were offering. That is great and great insight to see how they compare and contrast and then again what the ultimate sacrifice is. So I think about this, sacrifice is a big word for our preschoolers and children. And when I think about this, I think it's important that we help them understand what that means, what sacrifice means. One way to help, especially our preschoolers, understand, you know, why did they give sacrifices? What was the sacrifice? Helping them understand that a sacrifice is something a person brings to God to show love, thankfulness, or the need for forgiveness. And so helping them understand that's what sacrifice is, but that Jesus lived a perfect life. And so he was the perfect sacrifice to take the punishment of our sins. And he did that because he loved us. And not only that he took that punishment, that he died on the cross, but he rose again and he rose from the dead. And so helping boys and girls understand that Jesus was that perfect sacrifice and that he loved us so much. I think that is important for them to understand we also have lots of fun activities like we do every week, but I'm excited about some of those activities that we highlighted as well and the opportunities we have to teach boys and girls. So I wanna thank you, Maggie, for joining us for this unit. I know you are actually in Texas. That's where you, you live and so you work from Texas. So we are thankful for technology for us to be able to record these podcasts together Well, I'm in Tennessee and you're in Texas as well. So thank you very much and thank you for everything that you do every day to contribute to our Gospel Project resources and to help support our teachers and our churches in this. And so to our listeners, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.